What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Oz Supers TV. This week we have on Victoria's very own Gemma Potter, who was crowned a champ at the most recent Nationals, member of the Canberra Capitals of the WNBL, who most recently won the championship, um, an Australian representative, and is currently committed to UCLA. First girl we've had on this show so far. Um, keen to have her on and see what's up. What's up, Gemma? Hey, how are you? Not too bad. Thanks for coming on. It means a lot. Uh, let's start with playing Oz Champs with Vic and Vic Metro over the past couple of years. Uh, when did you make your first state team? Um, so I made it bottom age under 16s. Um, I know the girls' Vic teams have always been stacked. Um, a lot of D1 college commits um, amongst the team. How many times have you guys won the championship over the past couple of years? Um, so I've won the championship every tournament I've played. So, yeah, five now. Damn. Yeah. Um, recently, I got to watch you girls play in February. Uh, we saw you take over in the grand final against Queensland and bring them the trophy. Run us through the tournament and were you happy with how you played and what could you improve on? Yeah, so during the tournament, I actually didn't think, I mean, I knew I was playing right, but I didn't think I was even going to get MVP at the end. So for me, for me to play well, I kind of just need my team to, like, for me to think the team's going well. So I was just trying to get everyone involved and, yeah, that way. Um, late last year, you got signed to the Canberra Capitals of the WNBL. Uh, was that something that was unexpected or were you in talks with them for a while? Um, I wasn't really in talk for them. Gory kind of kept in contact with most of the COE girls just because he has access to coming to trainings and stuff being at Canberra. So, yeah, I was kind of talking to him around the end and then I kind of got options to, whether to pursue that and, and COE scholarship and do all that. So I kind of just chose the option that would help me with schooling, basketball and everything. Yes. Were you hesitant to decline the offer or take it straight away? Um, no, I don't think you could ever decline that. Yeah, I think with exactly. the they had on the team, you'd kind of be stupid to decline that when, yeah, it's going to benefit you. Um, you scored 47 points throughout that season, which is huge for someone your age. Um, how was that whole season as an experience sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. Um, during trainings, I was up against Kia Nurse, who's a WNBA All-Star. So I think that helped. I mean, I had her telling me how to guard her. So I learned heaps on and off the court from just being around older and experienced players. Yeah, that, yeah, you can't get anywhere else except yeah. for professional. Reigning champs and stuff too, and the coaching down there would have been insane. Yeah, I mean, we had access to great coaches. Veely, who was a COE coach, was also our assistant coach. So I had a good like, connection with her. And like, me and Gory have a great connection. Like, yeah, he's still helping me to this day with basketball. All right. Um, you guys ended up winning the championship that season, but unfortunately you couldn't play because of a grade three ankle sprain. Was that a huge setback for you? And how are you dealing with that now? Yeah, that was um, pretty hard to take, I guess. The last season we knew it was going to be a tough grand final. So, yeah, doing that at training and it wasn't even during like a high contact drill or anything. It was just the ankle gave way. So that was pretty devastating. But just to be in that environment is a one in a lifetime opportunity and some girls and men like don't even get the opportunity to play in a premiership like a championship match so just being in that environment and it's like the celebrations and stuff after was insane and um my ankle now it's going all right but it's still a bit hard because i've been able to play games and trainings to test it out so 
right now I'm basically on the same level as I was three months ago, just because I haven't been able to progress. But yeah, it feels all right. Injuries suck when they're not in like game. It's like in training, nothing, nothing serious. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, probably the biggest accomplishment of your basketball career so far, committing to UCLA. Uh, UCLA, I feel like, is one of the biggest and most well-known schools in the whole world. Uh, going to live in LA and stuff, it's going to be awesome. Where, where were you and what emotions were running through your head when you received the offer? Do you remember or...? Yeah, so I kind of didn't really want to go to college for ages. I was kind of always just wanting to go pro. So for me, yeah, it was kind of tough to make the decision whether to go pro or WNBL. So but as soon as I went to UCLA and stepped on campus, I mean, it's an amazing campus yeah. and a great opportunity, I guess. Like WNBL, you couldn't really turn down. Um, college is a once-in-a-lifetime experience, whereas yeah. you can kind of come back to WNBL is the way I look at it. Yeah. But yeah, UCLA, I mean, the coaches and the girls there are just amazing. Um, were there any other schools you were seriously considering? And was the WNBL like a serious consideration to just stay here and play it out? Yeah, so I, was, I went on an official visit to UCLA, Texas and Louisville. So they were my, yeah, and last three. Um, WNBL was still quite, yeah, it was a big decision to make. I kind of treated that as a college visit as well like I got my parents to come up here and we went around the UC campus and just looked at everything so we kind of looked at it as yeah just another college because it is basically yeah we got like um, education and stuff as well so it was a big choice to make. Was there anything in particular that like convinced you that UCLA is the one? Um, I think it was just the homey feel I don't know if that's just because it was in LA like yeah you know a bit different to Louisville which was kind of yeah, far away. Um, the direct flight home really was a game changer for me, just knowing I can get on a flight and be yeah, 100%. home. 100%. Um, what do you think you'll bring to UCLA next season? Well, I, I kind of see my game as a defensive game. I like to try and get steals and then run the lanes. So hopefully, I mean, everyone in that team is very athletic, so hopefully I can fit in and just try and, yeah. Bring the uh, um, I saw something about the coronavirus stuff might be uh how do I say it like it might slow down or like not make you go um do you have any updates on that stuff or yeah so it got released the other day that um the waiver of like people them deporting students like international students got waivered for returning athletes but not freshmen and transfer athletes okay so I'm still kind of stuck whether I'll be able to get my visa number one because all of our appointments have been pushed back and cancelled yeah, so no one really has a visa yet. Okay. Ho hopefully you get it, though. We'd love to see you go over there and kill it. Um, you've also represented Australia in more than one occasion. Uh, you played your first Australian team in the under-17s Oceania, I think, was it? Uh, Asia qualifiers in India. Okay. Um, you guys, it, let's talk about the under-17s Oceania one. Uh, you guys won. You guys were champs. Uh, where was the comp held? The, uh, New Cal. Mikael, yeah. Um, you averaged 15 points, six boards, two assists, and you guys won gold. Um, what was it like getting selected for Australia? I mean, yeah, getting to represent your country is an honour every single tournament, even just to get to the camps is a huge achievement. So, yeah, getting selected in that team, and it kind of meant a lot because a lot of the girls were COE, so it kind of was kind of cool just to all the like hard working with the girls I used to live with and then get to represent our country all together as one. Cool. 
Um, you also played in the under-19s team in Thailand. Uh, you averaged nine points, three boards, and assist. You guys play second, unfortunately losing to USA with players like Haley Van Lith, who's very talented. Um, what's what was the main difference between both trips and the difference for you in particular in your particular game? Um, the difference between trips was probably the physicality and IQ, I guess, between the different teams. Um, on the 19s, there were some big bodies and all the girls knew what they were doing. There was no weak link in any team that we played. So you really had to know your scout for every individual and like everyone that came off the bench basically had a scout. Um, myself, I had different roles in both teams coming off the bench at 19 just because we had such an amazing team where you had to learn to kind of be a team player more, um, like cheer and stuff. And then in under 17s, I had the privilege to start. So it was more trying to bring the team together and stuff. Um, what was that USA game like? Those girls are pretty good. Yeah, um, we played them in the round games first. So we kind of knew that really helped us, I think. We knew yeah. what we had to do for each player and then learn and watch them throughout the whole tournament. Um, but then, yeah, the grand final was pretty still heartbreaking to think about in OT and losing that kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, big game and though. It is still huge coming that close to... All those yeah, um, we kind of did well, I think, for what we were expected to do. I don't think anyone really expected our team to even place or medal. So, yeah, yeah it was really 100%. good. Um, you said your defence is the strongest part of your game. What are you now working on? And, like, what are you going to improve on? Um, I'm just trying to get, I think, the consistency of my shot. That's the main thing that I can do during quarantine especially. I mean, you can do form shooting anywhere, basically. So that's something I'm just trying to use with the access I have now. Balenci, shoe size on my toe, they know me. All right, well, now we're going to get into some fan questions. I put these on our story for you guys to ask Gemma. Um, the first question is favorite teammate you've had? Um, I guess every teammate that I've had is incredible. I haven't had a bad memory with anyone. Best, I think, teammate for the team would have to be Jade Melbourne or Ula. Um, they're both just incredible teammates. They don't really care how many minutes, points, whatever. They'd do anything for anyone on the team. And, yeah, probably those two. Uh, what was it like transitioning from Melbourne to Canberra? Um, yeah, I had to go up pretty quick. I left home when I was 15 to move up to Canberra. So it was a big life step, just having to learn to do stuff for myself without mum and dad there. But... I guess when you're surrounded with girls that are going through the same process, it makes it easier, and especially with the coaching and support staff we had up there. It was, yeah, it was good. Um, we knew this one was coming. Someone asked, are you single? <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, who's the uh, hardest female hooper you've had to guard? Um, within, yeah, oh, that's kind of tough. I mean, international level, anyone's hard to guard because Australia has quite a unique playing style, whereas the others, other countries don't. So you kind of, yeah. Have to I'm adapt. Sure. Yeah, you have to adapt, I guess, for every team. Internationally, I'd say Paige or Ham, Paige from USA or Haley Van Lith. They were yeah. really hard to guard. Um, and I guess, I don't know if it counts, but Kia at training, Kia nurse at training is, that was, yeah. that was an effort. Um, other than yourself, who's the best female hooper under the age of like 21, 22-ish? Hmm. Um, I mean, I think there's a lot of 
rising talent in Australia. I think women's basketball has really taken off the last couple of years, which is great to see that we now have the support from, I guess, Australia. Um, I think I'd have to say Maddie, like the likes of Maddie Rochi, Jazz Shelley, Shy. Um, there's a lot of people. I would yeah. say anyone. Yeah. Um, what's the major difference between w, uh, WNBL one and just the WNBL? Yeah, NBA one, sorry. Yeah, NBA one, yeah. Oh, um, NBA one, I actually didn't play that many games just because I was always injured. I think I played maybe six games or five games actually, so I didn't get to play any of them. But I remember when I, we played Siebel, COE played Siebel my first year. Um, it was just the bodies, like, I guess they're the same because a lot of the NBA one athletes play WNBL, but. When you get internationals and imports in for WNBL, I think that'd be the difference because we had a um, French point guard, so she didn't really speak much English when she actually first came. So just learning to try and play and yeah, communicate with someone who doesn't speak English was pretty good experience. Any particular Jordan? Uh, I don't really watch NBA to be honest. Ah, <laughs> uh, too bad. I need to look at my playlist. I went cancelled. Morning. Bolognese. When I was home, it used to be plain pasta and cheese, but since, yeah, since I've moved, it's done anything. Yeah, um, The Hate You Give and Five Feet Apart on planes. I watched that. Um, I bite my fingernails and I get nervous. <laughs> yeah. that? Oh. Can I not answer that? Yeah, you can skip. <laughs> yeah, we just skip. <laughs> we're we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you so much for joining us, Gemma. We really appreciate it and good luck for next year. Thank you for having me. All good. We'll see you later. Good luck. Thank you guys so much for joining us for episode six of Oz Hoopers TV. Really appreciate all the support. Um, we're going to take a break for a little bit. We're going to have a couple of weeks off and then we're back with a very special guest. Um, yeah, thank you guys.